Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome, everybody. To All Point Radio. And one of the loudest brothers in the city. Chill. And yes, I'm a DJ.
people. Good old thank you, DJ. Nice music right there. <laughs> Y'all didn't even know. Yeah, some people scared to go to church, but you know, church is just like um, a business. You know what I'm saying? I noticed that one thing that people do, they go to different places, you know, clubs, they go to bars, whatever, but they spend that money real good. When you talk about church, nobody wants to spend that money real good. They want to keep it tucked in, so it's a difference. But I want to talk tonight, man. Where do we go from here? Where's your head at now? That's the name of my topic for tonight. And the pin number, you know, is one four three three four one pound. The number is six zero five five six two zero four four four. The show is thoroughbred. Me, I'm DJ Chill. I got an alias. You already know. And tonight, I got some questions. My questions is. And it's, you know, it's a little technical. Some people y'all can't handle it. Some people can. I don't know. You know, to each his own. But basically, I want to know, if something happens to your family, where are you going to go? If something happens to you, what you going to do? And if something happens to the U.S., which is the United States, where are you going to stay? See, these are three different questions that I'm concerned for our children, which is our kids of today. So you tell me, because I'm certainly listening. I need to know. This is some deep stuff, y'all, because think about it. How long has it been? Because <laughs> there's a lot of stuff going on, but how long has it been since those kids over there in Mexico still ain't get a chance to see their parents? Wow. It's kind of deep, eh? My thing is, who's the next culture? The next, um, how should I say this? Uh, mm, class. No, that's not a good one. The next um, color. Mm, that's a good one, too. How about the next heritage? No, I can't say that. The next people. How about that? That's going to be in the same situation as those good old Mexicans. Whew. That's some hard stuff, man. Your kid, if you didn't know where your kid was at, man, what would you do? Well, first you better pray. Let me get ready. I think I better get ready. So this one, this one, this one right here, uh, I, I, I got <laughs> I gotta tell y'all, this one, this one gonna be a deep show, and if you ready, you know, just push start too because, whew, man, this is deep. I'm just trying to set the mood.
see, um, I hope y'all getting it now. I'm just trying to refresh our memory. <laughs> and just think about the time you might not be able to think no more. Everything going to be spontaneous. Where's your kids at? Oh, Lord, you don't even know. I heard a song from you. You don't even know. Man, you better find out. This show going to get a digging tonight. Got to get come, got to, got to, got to. Come at people's necks. Sorry. Wasn't me. Here we go. different parts. And then we got the handicap. What in the world happens with the handicap? See, this is a problem right now because are we going to be labeled as handicapped for the rest of our lives if you happen to be a different color? And I'm not prejudiced one bit, but these are issues, man, that's coming right out. And I'm, I'm just reading it trying to read this piece of paper because I was like, wow, this is, that's, ooh, that's kind of a hitter or a hitter. Then I'm, 
man, how can a husband protect their children if they can't even protect themselves? So, protecting yourself, what does that mean? Not having a job, not being able to keep your head above water, what? Not being able to withstand the daggone demonic spirit, what? What is going on out here? Uh, uh, uh. See, I got all these pieces of paper here, right? I'm looking to try to read it. You know, I'm trying to be fast with it because it's like so much stuff. And it basically is, is the hatred thing. And I don't know what's going on, but they say here again, another one. Look, they said, stop killing black males. Wow. Mm. Wow. See, I, I'm, I'm stuck right here, people, because I, I just got this paperwork and Oof. Why is prison becoming an industry for profits? Oof. Wow. Ooh. This is deep. <laughs> Racism for the 21st century? Ooh. Golly. Oh, man. Um. Mm. Look, and then here you go, 1841, you had English, German, Irish, Italian, what else did they say? They said Polish, and they said, wait a minute, in 1841, they didn't have Mexicans? Oh, yo, this is some hitters. Now, let me let me get to my stuff, because um, I'm reading other people's stuff, and I'm playing around with it. Trying to, you know, fit it in. How you can fit it in. I'm over here chilling my boy Shy, man. He over here chilling. And we, you know, checking out this boxing. Good old Rick. <laughs> he said, let's watch the Riddick Bow versus Holyfield Part 2. And I said, what? And then you look at it. He's like, wow, they're knocking each other's heads off. Now, you know, I heard Bo can't really think like he wants to. But this is one thing for y'all. And this is just, you know, Straight talk. I ain't saying straight talk because that's what, you know, this one point says. But something really woke me up today. And I was watching this movie. And I don't know why. I just having a quick through. First I saw, you know, Evolution. No. Was it Underworld Evolution, whatever it was. Then I flipped over and I saw Europa. Europa. That 1990 movie where a Jewish youth masquerades as an Aryan to escape Nazi persecution. And this is based on this true story of Solomon Perel. But then I said, wow, this boy really, you know, kicked it. Like, since he knew how to speak to both, you know, whoever, and the Germans need somebody to compensate to make the job easier for him, who's going to be next? And then I saw another movie that came up, and I said, wow, it happened. It just turned to it real quick. And it was Tomorrowland. You know, that movie they made. And I said, wow. And at the same time, when I turned to it, this android young girl <laughs> opened up the side of her body and put some minute, and then it closed right back up. And I said, jeez. 
And and that that that, that movie was some real stuff. And then I thought about something even worse. Well, better. Take it, you know, to each his own. To have a real pleasant day, like every day of your life, and this is something that came up in my brain, you have to have time. And to have a better day, you might want to have proper timing. And that could sometimes, you know, come out being... Spontaneous or planned. But timing is the main one. And I noticed with these shows on All Point Radio, we be having some time. We be coming up with some topics that have people say, what in the world? So tonight, what in the world? <laughs> y'all already, y'all, you with y'all shook now? Y'all know what? Yeah, I know. I just threw y'all all over the place. Why not? Why not? What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Think about it. Where do we go from here? So where's your head at now? <laughs> yeah, I got y'all. That's right. So if something happens to your family, what you gonna do? Think about it. You going to work, and your family happens to you know be at home chilling. Then you come back home from work, and your family happens to be not there chilling. Where do you go first? Because you know they say you can't wait 24 hours if this kid is, um, you know, over the age limit. But you can wait if you got the, uh, what's that game called? It's 16-year-old, whatever that thing is called. But I, I think we have a caller. And since we have a caller... Let's let the caller speak. Hey, welcome to Therapist. Who in the world am I speaking to now? Oh, that must be my ears playing tricks on me. Good. I like that. Now, back to what I was saying. This thing really is, you know, a, a question. And I, I don't know what y'all going to do about it. Because if you lose your family like those people did, where would you where would you look first? And I just thought about it like, that. that's a deep one, man. Because we in Philly. Philly big enough. But imagine they ain't in Philly. What the freak? And you ain't got the money to go where you got to go to get them? And you don't know where to go first? See, that's the problem. Now, the other one was, it's, if something happens to you, what you going to do? Now, that, that goes right to the kids. And for people, too, but mainly the kids. Because it seems like, for some reason, the devil likes to go after the kids. And these kids nowadays, they acting crazy as I don't know what. I don't even know what's up with them. They all over the place. But what, what you going to do, people? What would you do? Something happened to you. Good God Almighty. And then the last one, if something happens to the United States of America, what are you going to say? I mean, hey, we like to be, you know, in a land of milk and honey, but if they happen to tell you you can't stay in the United States of America anymore, where would, where would you stay? What would you pick? See, that's a problem because a lot of people out here don't even realize when 
you want to do something, and I think about it now, and I got my put this in perspective of my life, I need to learn people a little bit more, especially their nature and their culture. Because if you don't, God knows if you get sent someplace you don't know what the heck you're eating or talking about, it could be a problem. So if you are out here, you know, <laughs> if you out here right now, you want to say something, I advise you to push star two. Because this is going to be something for, you know, to eat tonight because we're going to learn today. And I ain't no Kevin Hart. I don't bite. You know, I just said it because it's having to roll right out, dag on whatever. But this is some real stuff, y'all. And I hope y'all take it in perspective because I'm going to listen. I really want to hear what y'all got to say because it ain't about me. I'm going to do whatever I can do that God tells me to do. But wait a minute, let me get somebody else in the building. Yo, you on point? Uh, uh, That's Mr. On Point, that is. You on point? Uh Uh-oh. Better get Mako. Yo, I guess he's uh, qualified. So check this out, y'all. Back to what I was saying. The next thing on my little list was this, and I got to say it because I have to say it before I get off track, and this is off track. I heard an individual on my answer machine, and they was talking boldly about me on purpose, and the the question people was, is doing a free radio show a waste of time? And the second question, you know, how can you reap the benefits, or should I say the blessings of Abraham, by doing a free radio show? Because some people out there think, why are we here? Why are you sitting up there doing a radio show for free? You're not getting paid. So I'm like, "Mm." (laughs) why would you say that? For one thing, a show is what you make. The topic is what you say. And if you touch the people and they get an understanding, maybe we can save the day. Period. Now, you got a problem with that? Holler at me next week. Might need to come at your neck. Oh, that's so good. All right, back to what I was saying. <laughs> people dial at number 605-562-0444. Put the pin number in. Oh, God. one four three three four one pound and push start two. No, push one pound to get in the show and start two to talk. Welcome to hey, Thoroughbreds, one of the loudest brothers in the city. My name is Chill. Yes, I'm a DJ, and now we got a caller. Who in the world am I talking to now? No, you know what it is? It's Leslie calling. <laughs> How you doing, Chill? Yo, what's up, girl? You know, I'm over here, trip busy. You know what I'm saying? Oh, that's a new word. I like that. So I wanted to start off with what what you were just, with the last thing you just said, like somebody was like, well, why are you doing a free radio show or whatever? And you started like, you're not getting paid. And it's so interesting. It's like people, first of all, if there's an opportunity for a platform where people can, you know, get their opinions out or you can talk with each other and learn things from each other, why wouldn't you want that? You know what I mean? Like that is actually, that's like payment in itself. It's not like you're, you know, you have to drive all, you know, 10 hours to get to the studio and you got to do this and you got to do that and blah, 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 blah. It's, a, you, it's, it's 
it's a great opportunity. And like, like now, I'm listening every week now, right? So you grow your callers. I mean, you grow your um, your listenership, you know, little by little. So the topics are really interesting. And that person, that obviously, they obviously have nothing to say. But moving on to your topic. Heck, you yeah. Know, you go, girl. Wow. You, you know, just know what I think about So your, um, your topic, though, um, what was it? What's the, give me the questions again. It's like, where would I go if something happened? What you going to do? Yeah, let me get this thing. Let me get find it. Yeah, exactly. That's your next real talk. My topic is where do we go from here and where's your head at now? And mm-hmm. I'm basically saying if something happens to your family, mm-hmm. where are you going to go? If something mm-hmm. happens to you, what you going to do? And if mm-hmm. something happens to the United States of America, where are you going to stay? Mm-hmm. These are um, three different questions I'm concerned for our children, which slash kids of today. So you mm-hmm. tell me, because I'm listening, because our kids is going up into this new culture called the 21st century, if we make mm-hmm. it that far. Mm-hmm. But the way they're doing it is kind of crazy and shaky because the kids are really strange. So here's an interesting couple of questions, because one of the things that we have to start thinking about is things, and this is going to sound a little ridiculous, but we need to start thinking about insurance. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, we're, I mean, I'm in my 40s. God, God willing, I'm going to make it to like 98. You know what I mean? I got longevity for my family. But, you know, you have to think about how, what we're also, what we're building and what we're leaving for our children, um, you know, so they have resources as well to live kind of, you know, like better lives. I know, like I said, I'm 40, I'm in my 40s, I'm 44. Yeah, yeah, fuck it, I'm 44. And my dad still, I'm the youngest child, and I'm still kind of, you know, in the, in the pocket a little bit. You know what I'm saying? And so if something would happen to him, I would be so, like, you know, kind of, I would see, I feel to that I would be emotionally devastated, of course, but, you know, because of those different um, instruments that are in place, I would be kind of financially um, more secure. You know what I mean? And so we need to start thinking about that as a group, as a culture, because if, if we're gone, if we're gone, it's them who got to still stick around here and figure out where they're going to go. You know what I'm saying? So how they going to get there if they ain't got no money? You know, the next point for me, and I'm not an insurance person. I don't want to talk about that too much. But the next point for me, though, is if, I, if I'm here to the United States, you know where I would go? I'd go to Trinidad. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would be out. I would go to Trinidad. It's Nice, nice little place, nice little. I've never been there, but it is my sister-in-law's journey, and the people are just like so nice. And and actually, the life is um. I mean, a lot of the West Indians are like that anyway. It's minimal, you know what I mean. We ain't gotta be all that. I'll sell all my damn Gucci bags, all my Louis, and and carry a straw bag. You know what I'm saying? Because it's not, you know, it's not a, that life is so much, um, you know, kind of freer than than our lives here, and the way they kind of drive us to be. Um, insatiable um, consumers here in America. But um, to the bulls, Donald Trump, I mean, I don't know. Say, so, y'all, I feel sorry for the military, man, because they are having, first of all, the education system is so crazy that a lot of these bulls who go to enlist in the military can't even pass the test to get in. Like, And that's the Army, the Army test. What? Yes. So it's, yep. A lot of them, they haven't. They were having difficulty just a couple of years ago. Not even four years ago, they had a lot of story on this that these people, the kids, could not. Eighteen year olds, eighteen, nineteen year olds, supposedly just graduated from high school, could not pass reading comprehension and just math and reading, and they just couldn't get it. They couldn't pass the test. They had to take it three and four times to get them in the military. 
And they get them in the army at that. So it's like, yo, if you go in the army, yo, and we have to go to war, I will watch your back around your boy. <laughs> Sorry, that's not funny. But, yeah, so I don't know. This, the country is, I'm scared for our children, too, because I look at all these other kids out here, um, and I just, I'm, I'm so concerned because parents are so vacant right now. And I don't want to offend anybody who might be listening. Um, you know, this is not, if you're not vacant, then that's not a comment that's directed towards you. But I watch them. They don't have any respect for anybody, for elders. They have no um, no boundaries. It's almost like they're, they almost look like they, they look like they're, it's like they look like their fashion is hopelessness. And they don't, they're not, they don't walk straight. They don't speak up. You know what I mean? And it is, it is very, it's very sad. So I, I would say that for everybody that's a parent that might be listening, the first people we got to worry about is our kids and make sure we're raising them to be the best uh, people that they, that they can be. Um, and then we can worry about other other kids. But, you know, that's, that's my, that's what, where I'm at. I used to be a teacher. I used to be all in social services in the center. They, you know, they kind of hard to sit there. Now, I'm not going to lie to you. I'd be like, man, fuck them. Right now, that's where I'm at. I don't want y'all fucking with me. As long as your shit don't interfere with my shit, then we, you know, go ahead, go ahead, boy. You know what I'm saying? Because these kids, they just, they just have no, they don't, they don't even have any honor. I mean, they're just all like the, you know, the, with the gunplay. It's like y'all can't even fight. You know what I'm saying? If you put that gun there, I'll probably take it there. And I'm 44. But I don't know. It's, I'm shook. I'm so shook, and you just sound so good. You know, the curse I hurt my ears, but I'm just like, oh my That's goodness, fine. you are hitting <laughs> some firebombs. And I know people out there are like, yo, but she's she's saying reality one on one. And I'm like, yeah. no. And, the, and then the problem that I'm looking at is the kids grow up to become parents at an early age, and then yeah. we're the freak. But I think Sha wanna say something to you. Sha Mhm. Hello, how are you? Hey. I can't hear I can't hear you if you were talking to me. It's, um you you kind of sound muffled. Can you hear me now? Yeah, that's much better. There we go. Yeah, I said I was listening to you. You right on point or that a good place to live would be Trinidad. Ah, that's what's up. <laughs> Everybody, let's go. <laughs> yeah, uh, blue water. Mm-hmm. You're around your people. And, hey, guess what? All around good weather. Mm-hmm. Yep, and food mm-hmm. everywhere. Food everywhere. Yeah. Mangoes and oranges, everything, everywhere. Yeah, I mean, I think about things now, like, I think about, like, this up-and-coming Memorial Day, whatever they going to have for Barbie, they're going to be barbecuing. That's that Labor Day, really, right? Yeah, yeah. Do they really know what they <laughs> eat? They don't, they don't know what they eat. That's a good one, right? That's what you were talking about, like, where is this? Yeah, go ahead. And then the other question is, on Memorial Day, because the holidays, you know, it's supposed to be, even with the, you know, the feathers and all that good stuff, 
are we really showing any love, or, or are we? Who are we? Who was we really fighting for? What what are we fighting for? Are we still lost? Are we getting? Black? Let me interject. It. Let me interject real quick, so because on that one, first, um, do we have. Um, Labor Day is actually coming up in September, or was it? Yeah, September, because everybody goes to school after Labor Day. But what is very interesting about what you just said, um, the, the the courts have struck down a um, they they struck down a major uh, or dealt a major blow to labor unions, to all unions actually, and that unions cover labor, the people who work. You know, labor is to work, right? So they um they made it so you don't have to. You don't have to uh, pay dues to a union, right? Like if some, I forget, but let's just use, let's just say that just for for um, argument's sake, right now. The point is, you don't have to make um, these payments. You don't have to belong to the union at your job, and you don't um, have to pay union dues um, if there's a union there. Now, I don't know the ins and outs of that particular piece right now as I'm speaking to you, but the interesting part of that is we have a national holiday, which is Labor Day. Okay, and uh, you and you get the day off, and now the court, the American, um, you know, the American Supreme Court struck them, dealt a mighty blow to the labor to unions. You know what I'm saying? Which cover laborers, which are workers. But we gonna celebrate labor. We gonna celebrate Labor Day, but we're gonna make it harder for labor laborers to get, you know, to keep their rights intact. So let me tell you something. Get rid of them unions. You gonna have sweatshops. You gonna have all kinds of um. You know, unsafe uh, work environment. I I get hype on this because this. You know, I got a lot of friends who you know work through the unions have come up to them. They're doing you know all kinds of things, and and then then when you do that, you cripple the kind of a democratic part. You know, of our fundraising machine. How do we get our people elected? You know what I'm saying? So it's really scary when you're talking about celebrating these holidays here. What are y'all celebrating? And what's 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 in jeopardy? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, you celebrate, you got the day off. Now, I'm not sure why, but we got the day off. That's all we celebrating. Next thing you know, you ain't going to have no damn job, or you're going to be going to work with noxious fumes all around. You can't get, you have black lungs, like the bulls in the mines and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Because your union can't make sure your your boss makes sure the air is clean, because these bulls don't care. They don't care. Come on, man. You, gotta just, you, can't, just re- oh. you, you can't just read the Metro. You got to read all that stuff. And you know what? And that ties into this daggone thing. What I'm saying about this crazy behind topic I came with, because it comes down to it. If you look at it a little bit, a little bit, and say, "Is <laughs> it, it, boy? If something happens to you, what you gonna do?" And now, the, if you are, if a union ain't got no money. To support it, so it can keep on going. Make sure we can sit up there and get more money or whatever. Mm-hmm. You, you breaking the camel's back right then and there. Yeah, because it looked like back in the day, black. You know, we had the Black Wall Street to do that. Matter of fact, why did the Black Wall Street have to be demolished? That's the that's the sad part. You know, and we was actually doing something, but you know, you're not allowed to have certain things. In your life, and, and and it's a shame because it's supposed to be the land of the rich and the honey, and you're supposed to get all types of money. You're supposed to be able to be free. But not you, not you, because you're black. Not you, because you're black. Uh, yeah, 
And let me tell you, let me answer that question. Let me answer because you're hitting all my notes right now because I'm a history person anyway. (laughs) Because I'm going to tell you right, I am not racist as a rule of thumb, but I am a separatist. I do believe that integration, um, forced integration actually um, was to the detriment of the black community. Many of our cities had these black sections. And I'm going to use Pittsburgh as an example just because, you know, I love Pittsburgh. I went to school there. They had a very, you know, a nice, um, uh, they just, just black middle class. They had all those kind of socioeconomic levels. We had our own store owners, our own, you know, butcher, our own be- uh, furrier, all, everything that you need. We had a black, we had black, black businesses, you know, black owned businesses serving our people. You know what I mean? Uh, serving us. And this, this, if you ever been to Pittsburgh, the area that I'm talking about is called the Hill District. It's right on the, like, you can look out somebody's house and see the downtown where you, as a black person, were not able to be, right? And you got everything you need in the Hill District, everywhere else you need in Pittsburgh, but you can't go downtown because of segregation, right? So you got to take get, get on the back of the bus, keep your head down, whatever, whatever. But we got so, um, as soon as, it, you know, everybody, quote, unquote, your rights. We got our rights in our own community. You, you don't got to give me my rights. I got my rights right here. All right, you wrong. So anyway, as soon as that door opened to go to all, all black folks, Rush downtown. You want to start going to Horns. You want to start going to Kaufman's. Those are the department stores out there. Then you stop going to the ball, you know, over, um, you know, down the street or, or to the, the shoe shop or, you know, all those things that old school used to do. Remember, old school used to go and get food every day. You know what I'm saying? Go to the butcher, go to the, you know, the produce store or whatever. And and all of our businesses and our um our businesses and our neighborhood started to deteriorate. All the businesses dried up, but then the neighborhood started to deteriorate. You know what I mean? And then these whiteies are still just raping y'all, charging y'all top dollar when Joe Black over here charged you, you know, five dollars or something. They charge you eight dollars for the same thing. Now you're gonna buy the eight dollars because now you know I can. It's integrated. I can go downtown and get it now. And that's and that started. That led to the deterioration, if you ask me, of our of our communities. You know, us for us. When we look at the Black Wall Street as much, it's a very similar. Um, very similar um, trajectory, if you will. Uh, well, I'm sorry. I, 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 I'm, I'm going off. I'm I know. Sorry. I, I'm loving what you're saying because everything is like a target. You're hitting it like on a daggone freaking button. And I'm like, wow. And people looking at me like, what kind of show is this? But now they're starting to understand it's tying in. And then there's another thing that happened to me today, and I couldn't understand it. My cousin, my cousin Mary gave me this book and said, hey, check out this book. And it said, um, Into the Unknown, the Story of Exploration. And I was like, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. Nice. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I said, I started looking at this book. I said, oh, shoot. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. <laughs> and one thing we don't do is read. We do not read. And, and it comes down to the point of learning your other people. Mm-hmm. After you learn your people, then you need to learn the other people so then we all can live together as happy one go, daggone, go, go. Because mm-hmm. then we can know your differences, we can know your ups, we can know your downs. We can say, okay, they do this at this time of day. Don't laugh at them. Don't treat them mm-hmm. different. But, you know, this is their culture. This is how they live. And that comes back to that daggone thing when I'm saying to people, mm, mm, mm. this is one crazy show. 
Yeah, but the problem people. with that, the only thing in that in that equation is that we are we why are we why are you worried about how they living? It's cool. You need to worry about how you living. What do you do at this time of day? You said not. I'm just being. You know, it's great to learn. I know. People. I, I, I mean, that's you know, I lived abroad. I traveled. To but I, I'm looking. I'm looking at a deterioration because you mm-hmm. know the Bible says so many things and it's so accurate <laughs> and everybody's like, no. It's not going to happen. What's oh, not going to happen? It's happening. Revelations. Revelations yeah. not going to happen. And you're looking like, so where, where are you supposed to be getting your information from? And a lot of information from other books is great, too, because it ties in. But for mm-hmm. some reason, that little one is, is, is the most accurate thing. But um, I, I, I want you to stay right there because I got somebody who want to tie in with you and have a conversation with you and other people out there. That's it. Thank you. Because this is one situation we got to break down. I got more information than I got um, from an individual that I got to read too, but that I got to wait to hear what y'all got to say. So people dial at number 605-562-0444. This is Thoroughbreds by one of the Lava's brothers in the city. My name is Chill, and you got that right. I'm a DJ. But, you know, you got to push one pound to get in the show and start two to talk. But right now, I got somebody ready. You on point? I'm on point, yo. Bet. Well, here's my topic, man. So you you can be on the same page. Um, Where do we go from here? Where's your head at now? If something happens to your family, where are you going to go? If something happens to you, what you going to do? If something happens to the United States, where are you going to stay? Well, these are three different questions I'm concerned for our children slash kids of today. So you tell me I'm listening. And if you want to tie in with the conversation we just previously just said, why not? Well, that's a lot, man. That's a lot. Um, so I'm going to start... I'm going to start from the beginning, right? And I think the beginning is, is something happened to, no, if, if, what was the first one? Um, if, what was the, what was the first pre- question? If something happens to your family, where are you going to go? All right. Where are you going now, to search? Where would you look? What would you do? Dang. Oh, that's great. Thank you. Now, now, I, I'm, I'm guessing at the end of this, you said it's about children, mm-hmm. right? So I'm guessing exactly because exactly. the children are the ones in Mexico that's actually being detained right now. There's a problem with that. Yeah, but you know what else? I'm gonna take it a step further. I feel like that's also a topic for adults to answer themselves as well. But I'll get into that in a minute. Um. And I'm I'm in these streets, so you may have hear a little air while I'm I'm driving. But um, if something happens to a child family, right? The, sometimes they end up in the system. Sometimes they end up raising themselves on the street. You know what I mean? And so, a lot of times they end up in the system if there's not a kin that want to take care of them or take you know bring them, take them on board then if they'll go into the the foster home or the adopting the adoption agency you know what I mean and they ended up they end up in the system 
So a lot of times with children, it's not even their call. You know what I'm saying? They don't they don't have that call. And then you also have to remember, these days, I believe at the age of 14, you can emancipate, or 16, I believe it is, you can emancipate yourself from your parents, which means you don't have to live under their roof no more, and you can choose elsewhere. That's a dumb law. I don't know who brought it up, who wrote the bill. I don't know who, why they accepted that, because... Um, a lot of, they're, they're forcing children to grow up too fast. Um, I took my daughter to the bank the other day, and she's 17, which is still, to me, a minor. And they said she's allowed to open up her own account by herself without an adult at 17. And I was like, that's stupid. At 17. They said at 16 they still need a parent. But at right. 17, they don't. That's stupid. That's stupid. You know what I'm saying? Um, they can go to the doctors at 14 without a parental uh, uh, advisory and be seen. You know what I mean? They're, they're making children grow up too fast. They're giving children too much, too many options and too much leeway. And this is, A, why they're becoming growner, you know, or thinking they're growner you know, or more grown. And this is why a lot of them are out here doing whatever they want to do because the law kind of protects them against their parents. But then when something happens to their parents or their family, they're boohooing and they're wishing they had them. You know what I'm saying? So children, I wish there was some children on air to answer that question for themselves because a lot of times, you know, a child, you see it all the time in the side of the supermarket or the, wild, or the Walmart, and a child get, you know, disconnected from their parent, and they're walking around crying, and they don't know where to go, what to do, especially when they're really young, you know, and then you have some that run off from their parent. But when somebody snatched their little ass up, they're crying and wishing they were back with their parent. So... I wish there were some children to actually answer that question. But I think uh, a lot of children, for the most part, would just be like, um, just put into the system. I don't, they wouldn't have a choice. So, yeah, they would have to answer that themselves. Um, can, I, can, I as, can I ask you something? Sure. I was just saying, like, with that piece right there, the, um, you know, because a lot of, I've worked in that. Like I said, I was in special services before with young, with minors um, that were sexually um, sexually abused. And so we did have some people that were able to emancipate. It wasn't at 14, but I do think that, yeah, I think you're right about those numbers or whatever. But the, um, but a lot, I think that, like, with the doctor thing, I didn't know that that was the case. I thought that might have been it. But, um, they, you know, at 14, the reason why they did it, I just looked it up, actually. The reason why that um, really was been, been kind of these that um, law or ordinance, if you will, is that it um, they wanted to allow kids to be able to talk about their sexual health, and that actually stems from a lot of the um, sexually transmitted diseases were running rampant through the, like that preteen or you know that preteen area because they were so scared the same thing that the parents were with them, and that you know that's kind of how that happened. So I'm with you on um, what, what you're saying. I just wanted to add that. I'm sorry to interject. I just wanted to make sure that I said that. But go ahead. 
Sorry. Uh, that, that's fine. I thank you for that information. Um, mm-hmm. And, yeah, I still disagree with that. Like, I, mm-hmm. I'm not saying you agree with it. I'm just saying I still disagree with that because a parent need to know that information. You know what I'm saying? And I don't care about that, you know, I'm scared to tell my, my parent I'm having sex. You should be if you're under a certain age. You should be terrified to tell your parent because it's something you shouldn't be engaging in. You know what I'm saying? So um, all they did was allow, and, and again, we know these laws are not for us. We know that they were generated for white children. You know, that's where their emancipation, all of that. Black folk, black kids don't go divorcing their parents. Like, that's not something we do. And I know Talk Shoe is recording and they're typing all of the transcript of the words. I don't care. You know what I'm saying? I I don't care if you, I'm not saying anything wrong, illegal, Mm -mm. or none of that. So, you know, fight me. You know what I mean? But, um, yeah, freedom of speech. it's, it's just one of them things where, you know, again, we benefit, not in a positive way in my opinion, from these systematic laws, but they weren't made for us. It wasn't our children that asked for this. You see what I'm saying? Um, and as soon as you start benefiting, they're going to change them. It, well, well, that one they may not change because as long as little black kids oh, yeah. are out here running rampant, having sex, <laughs> Getting these diseases, catching AIDS, dying off, killing the, face of the, earth, mm-hmm. killing the population, then they're okay with that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? That's all mm-hmm. part of the play. One thing I learned about this country and white people in this country, the powers that be, so to say, and I'm not talking about all white people because I don't think that all white people are bad people, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. at all. Um, but I am going to say this. One thing I know about the powers that be, the white people in places of power, they don't mm-hmm. mind sacrificing some of their own for the greater oh, good of mm-hmm. their cause. So they they don't mind that. That's a part of their agenda. They're okay. They know they're going to lose some in the situation, but as long as the others, quote, unquote, others lose more, they're okay. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Now, as far as, as far as if something happened to you, meaning a child, Again, it depends on how old these children that we're discussing are. If there's a little, you know, child anywhere from birth to, let's say, well, not not even birth, let's just say something like eight months when they start to walk and they start formulating little words. Let's say eight months to, let's say, eight years old. You know what I'm saying? Something happened to a child. They're scared to death. They're scared to death. Now, there's a handful of children who ain't going to give a damn because that's just they're wired that way. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Um, if we're talking about 10 to, let's say, 16, they get scared too. These mm-hmm. little girls out here that's, that's, that's being assaulted by men in the subways and stuff, that, that scares them. You know what I'm saying? The mm-hmm. little boys is being kidnapped because they pumping gas in the gas station and take a ride from people they don't know. They're scared. You know what I'm saying? So they, they I tell you one thing, they'd be happy as hell when they get back to see their parents. Mm-hmm. You know I mean? Yeah. If they make it that far, because we know some of them don't even make it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, and if we talking about something happening to the United States, man, if something happened to the United States, where can a child go? They can't go anywhere. All they could do is go find shelter at the nearest stranger they can find. 
Yeah, I mean, because if the U.S., something happened to the U.S., a lot of people, just about everybody, if it's a nuclear bomb or something, just about everybody. Can be up. If some people are left to survive, then they're going to, you know, draw upon others that survived and create a new family. I mean, it's, it's, that's just what I foresee. See what I'm saying? Um, but let's talk about adults because, see, here's the thing with this topic. And when DJ Chill told me about the topic, I was like, yo, this is deep. I was like, but the better question is how does an adult answer that? Because, see, an adult is supposed to have the answers. You see what I'm saying? If something happens to an adult family, what do they do? If the wife leaves with the children, what do they do? Do they stop going to work? Do they just sulk? Do they let life just pass them by? Do they commit suicide, what do you do? If your family dies off, you know what I'm saying, what do you do? Do you kill yourself with it? Like, that's an interesting question to ask adults. If something happens to an adult, what do you do? Maybe you should do a part two of, of this asking adults what they would do in situations like that. If something happened to them, adults get uh, scared, male or female. A gun get put to a man's head? and he lives to tell about it, he lives through a fear. Now, his 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 person might change after that, though. You see what I'm saying? He might develop a whole different character and personality after that, but for that moment, he's ready to piss on himself, too. You know what I'm saying? A female mm-hmm. that's being assaulted or, or raped, you know what I mean? She's fair. She's fearful. So, I mean, I think, to be honest with you, I think it's the same. If if something happened to the U.S., what the hell is an adult going to do? If a bomb dropped, what are you going to do? If they come crashing through your door with guns, asking you, because I heard uh, years ago, this is about a religion, they're going to come through your door and ask you, who do you believe in? And if you say the wrong thing, they're going to shoot you or kill you or whatever, whatever. If it's true, it's true. If it's not, it's not. But let's say it happens. You're going to I mean, that's, that's like the Holocaust. I mean, that, yeah, that's, that so, definitely has happened. So, at the end of the day, the end-all, be-all, DJ Chill, for this topic to me, is the fear factor. Because every last question, every last entity that we just spoke about, child or adult, is going to have a fear. And they're not going to know what they're going to do because these are questions you can't prepare for. People do the shelter in place all the time and stuff like that, and you can't prepare for that because what happens if you're found in your shelter in place? Did you prepare for if you're found? You know what I'm saying? Like these are things you really can't, you can try and prepare for, but you can't perfectly prepare for them. So that's just my take on this topic, bro. That's, that was that was interesting. <laughs> you made me think about all kinds. I had to go back through my life, and um, because I'm gonna tell you that one thing did happen to me. Uh, I, my my college boyfriend broke in my apartment, beat me up, and tried to kill me. He threw a plastic bag over my head and was trying to strangle me. Um, I mean, literally, I've had surgery before. I know what it feels like and to have to black out. You know, to lose um, lose the light, if you will. I'm telling you, it was it was really bad that got him off of me. I mean, it, it was really God. I'm just, I'm not going to front on that, but it's, it's, you're right. You're not going to be prepared for something like that. I mean, I, I, 
even though I think I'm the shit and I'm this and I'm that, I was like that and whatever, whatever. No, the book definitely, you know, definitely got me on that one. And I'll just say this. I was, you were just, mm, that just made me think. For a while, I was, like, right away, I was super scared afterwards. Like, I had to leave school for a minute and, you know, then, you know, I went back, got my shit together. But I, um, and it does, those kinds of things do change you. But then it's like, and that's, that's my fear for our young people, too, because they don't even know how to look for or, you know, what options are or even the changes that they may not be able, that they maybe didn't bring upon themselves, that are forced upon them. And what I mean by that is, you know, either choosing faith, choosing um, talk therapy, choosing, you know, medicate, whatever, you know, choosing to dig into um, or to rechannel or how to do that rather than to live in a fear, making allowing that to be their only choice. You know what I mean? Because that's what has been forced upon them. You know what I mean? And I will say, like, for me, because you're absolutely right, you have this thing, but I, I was in my last year of school, you know, it was a couple months ago. Actually, my parents were like, we're not going to pay for more than four years of college, so I had to graduate. But I was, but I was, you know, I was scared to go back to campus because they couldn't find them for a while, right? And then, but I, I had to, my goals had to be bigger than that fear. Now, I was getting twisted. I had to see a therapist, all kinds of stuff, but that's because the goal of graduating, becoming a you know productive adult, was more was bigger. Had to be bigger than that fear. I am not a loser. I am a winner all day long, every day. That's what I do every day. I can win. And so, like the goal for me was to have to. I'm there has to be some kind of goal. And our kids, I just don't feel like they have those kind of things. They don't. There's nothing that could pull them through. And then also nobody is kind of sharing with them that you have options in how you respond to the pain, to the um, to the insecurity you're feeling, to the nervousness, to the anger. You have choices in how you want to respond. You don't have to live that way. You don't have to keep that on you. That's why I say that they wear their fashion is like hopelessness. That's what they look like out here. They just don't, I just don't get it. So that's, um, but, hmm. And as an adult, that's happened to me as, you know, on the precipice of adulthood. I mean, I guess I was 22, right? So you're not an adult. You're still young. But, you know, I'm coming through college. I already lived in Europe, you know what I mean, whatever, whatever. So I'm kind of, you know, acting like an adult, I guess. Not really. But, you know, point is I'm right there before adulthood. So I'm still a kid, but you're old enough to know that you, you know, that that, that you're not uh, a teenager anymore. So, uh, but, yeah, that's uh, that's really my thought on that. Oh, what is this night? Why are what y'all bullies or something? Y'all just be coming off dropping bombs and then be like, "All right, I'm going home to dinner." <laughs> <That's> <laughs> the That's why I love your show, Tilly. Tilly, Tilly, I can, you know, you can rap and just like get your feet out, and you're, you know, and it's it's a fertile ground to um to plant, to plant the seeds of your points, and I love I love that. Well, with me, well, and I, well, how I do my shows. I don't like to be the one with all the daggone answers. I like to sit back and pay attention. Because then I don't got to worry about, you know, somebody taking me off the mark. I'm like, oh, you know, you know, he's a uh, dick. And know it all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's saying all this stuff. Oh, he's going to make him hide out somewhere. No, I ain't. I'm always mm-hmm. opening up a venue, letting everybody speak, and they being free with it. 
and I'm loving it because I just trust God that everything gonna come right to point. You know what I mean? But that's not everybody play. have an answer. Don't you have it? Everybody has all the answers. Sometimes the answers I don't know. Sometimes the answers let me think about that. Sometimes I know that I. Sometimes the answer is just my opinion. You know what I mean? So that's cool. That's, that's what I like to go back and forth. Well, that's the mm-hmm. thing. Some people are scared to give an answer because they think the answer might be too stupid. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, I ain't going to say nothing because I don't want to look like a fool. I'm like, come on, man. We can't even see fool. you. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yep. And that's the best that's thing about from each phone. other. That's the really best thing about this phone, people, because you can change your voice up. We don't mm-hmm. know who the heck you with. You can be talking like, hey, hello. Well, mm-hmm. this is, um, we could be like, oh, well, who the hell is that? All right, great. But then we're gonna have to we're gonna have to click them off though because they that means they don't they don't own their answer. You know what I mean? They scared and like it, you know, scared money don't make money. Scared scared words don't mean nothing. You know what I'm saying? They don't build sentences. I can't even understand. Well, I tell you one thing. I'm loving what you said. And wait a minute, Miss On Point. Um, did you have more to say? Because you I'm sorry. Yeah. Stop yeah, yeah. You stop me a bit, something, something. And people, if you want to speak, push start to. I'm waiting for you too. Don't be scared. <laughs> you on point? I hear the air. Okay, that means you have a boogie boogie. All right. <laughs> so, um, back it up. Oh, go ahead. He's back. All right. What you say? Yeah, I'm on point. Yeah. Now, what you want you had to say? Because um, you was you was. Finishing something, and I, I don't know if you got to the other points of the topic. That means you. Who, me? You talking to me? Yeah. Oh, y'all both. Oh, that means yeah. Hold up, yeah, what? Yeah, because yeah, 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 you know I'm yeah, always ready. Yeah, Mr. Um, point, you freaking, yeah. He wanted to know if you had something, <laughs> if you went down, because that's definitely, um, I, I'm I, I, I bogarted. Something that I bogarted? No, me. No. I did. I did. I'm sorry. Like, oh, look at that. Basically, she was saying she, she, know. In the, she said she jumped into the. Oh, uh, oh, oh! No, no, I was done. Finish. Okay, I so was um, if you had if you had to stay, where would you stay? If it wasn't the United States, where would you go? If something happens to the U.S., where would I go? I mean, I'm free to go anywhere? Yeah, anywhere. Absolutely. Oh, I'm going to Africa. I'm going to Alcabulon, bro. I'm out. Now, this is the Where are you going in Africa? Alcabulon. Alcabulon is the actual, okay. actual original name of Africa. Oh, okay. Thank you. There's a point a lot of black people uh, would say, yeah, man, I'm going to go to Africa. Y'all, I'm going right where I came from. But then when y'all get there, y'all mad as hell. So you're like, wait a minute. It's hot as hell down this nigga. The bees is big. Well, actually, actually, and the actually, actually, is a trying to kill me. What? Actually, Africa yeah, you right. isn't as hot <laughs> as here. Uh-huh. You heard me? Africa actually isn't as hot as this country. See, the humidity is what makes it hotter here than a lot of other places in the world. 
it's not human. And then you got to remember, Africa, unless they're by like a desert, has right. a lot of water mass. So it's going to be cooler. Little seasons. Let's season on certain parts of Africa. Um, now, is that for um, information that we currently have now, or that's some information that happened <laughs> a long time ago? Because obviously, um, things is moving. It's like a rubber band right now. The South Pole moving to no, the North Pole, North Pole moving to the South Pole, and we getting this zero, changing the Let weather. me say this to you. I was in the car. Let me, I'm sorry to cut you off. Let me say that. I'm going to tell you why now. I was in the, at the auto mechanic, right, at my auto mechanic. And this African guy came in. And this was one of those days. It was like 99 with the humidity. And he came in and he said, Woo! This is where it's hot. <laughs> I'm from Africa. And this is not even hot like this. It's Africa. And we started <laughs> laughing. And he was laughing. He was like, man, I don't know how you guys do it here. You know what I'm saying? So that's now. This is hotter here than it is in Africa. Like, real talk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, the biggest thing I'm thinking about is this. If the United States, you know, something stupid, I pray that don't happen because God knows I, yo. Um, if you really think, because, you know, everything's going to take money to get you butt over there. Unless they do the same thing they did to get us here, put you on the boat, <laughs> and you know the boat ain't gonna be first class. That's not gonna be last class. You gonna be mad as hell, like yo, I'm in the last class boat. Are you serious? What's this? The last boat, yo. You gotta get, get out of here, though. You say any class. So you got all the bag on diseases all in front of your face, and you're like. Dag, now when you get to Africa, if you possibly get there, because you know, both could think that you know they don't really want they don't really want you, you know, to make it. <laughs> but um, if you do have <laughs> to um <laughs> get there, hmm, which one would you land at? Because you depending on the daggone boatman, you know, the captain to get you to the right spot. Now if the captain gets sick because all these diseases popping up and he's like, Oh my god, I can't even breathe. Dang, oh. What did you say where would he go where would he go? Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. I'm talking about the captain. You know, captain, you know, he's telling uh. everybody which way to go. He's like, yo, this is how we gonna do it, you know, look at the weather. Oh hey, we're going this way. All right. Mm-hmm. Now what happens if you get in South Africa? Mm. Mm-hmm. And you would be in South Africa. It's, um, it's not a. Uh, you might want to be in South Africa. Because South Rather Africa than, right now isn't it a little bit of a problem in South Africa. I'm not familiar with Is there white supremacy in Africa now too? There's a like problem in Africa. Period. There's the but same that, but, problem in Africa. It's the same problem we have here in this country as black folks. White people, you know what I'm saying? Well, well, well I have to, I have to. The apartheid set it up over there. It's the apartheid is over, but they're still in positions there. These European countries still own parts of Africa, and it's pretty much the same deal as here. You know what I mean? Our politicians run. Well, I ain't gonna say our, but the politicians here pretty much run what happens here. You know what I mean? Along with the corporations and the banks, and of course, that's not us. So the same problems they face over there are the same problems we face right here. You know what I'm saying? They got black on black, just like we got black on black, or African on African, whatever you want to call it. You know what I'm saying? 
the same issues that they face, we face. They have a high rate of AIDS and HIV. Guess what? So does the black community. So does the black people here. We're kind of leading the world in AIDS in this country. Well, this country in AIDS. We're especially in Atlanta. That's that's like the AIDS capital right now in this country. You know what I'm saying? And and the same things that's affecting the Africans over there is the same things that's affecting the blacks here. That's why I don't understand or overstand why the blacks here act like they ain't from Africa and why the Africans here think act like we blacks did something wrong and we ain't part of them. Like they we all stupid. You know what I mean? And as long as we have that six degrees of separation between us, that common denominator that we have in, in, in common in this equation is going to continue to prosper and flourish and, and, and control what he controls. Well, That's why they're I mean, transcripting what we say now. Well, for they one mean, thing... See, here's my yes. problem. But hold on. Here's my problem because I, you just said something that kind of set me off. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, for instance, we're on a free talk show, a mm-hmm. radio show, to give people information. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Why did they decide to start taping and typing what we say now? I thought this country first amendment was freedom of speech. I thought you were at you had the right as long as you weren't talking, making terroristic threats, wasn't threatening the president or bombing or nothing like that. I thought you were free to say what you want to say. Why are you taping and recording and typing? What we're saying. Why? Because they think they can do what they want to do, and no one's going to say nothing or do nothing about it. They wasn't doing this before, but when they revamped it, they decided to do it. So, you know, it is what it is. But until we get in power and get our own shit, they're going to continue to do what they do while we're utilizing their shit. Well, well um, you just I've, said a I've, lot, bro. I mean, I'm like, I'm over here like, oh, my God, I'm going to play, so I'm gonna play tennis with you right now, some verbal tennis right now. Go ahead. Well, you you love to be able to talk, and anybody else that wants to talk, you better push start, too. We're going to leave you right where you at. When did they start to, um, when did they start to record? When did they start to record these um, the shows? Um, we just started a brand new system as of I think last week. Um, um, www.talkshoe.com, which is Talkshoe, they uh, upgraded and um, now you know a little bit better. But I do I do like my white people, man. I mean, like I ain't prejudiced one bit. I mean, certain ones that don't like me, that's like you know that don't like black people. You know that's their problem. You know they got to figure that one out because. I, I'm always going to be me. I'm one of the loudest brothers. I ain't going to change for nothing, you know, except for, you know, being better. <laughs> if I can find a way to do that. But um, what I'm looking at and what I'm listening to, it's like one of our problems is it's not only just, you know, that crab in the barrel mentality, but it's the fact that we like to act like we're something that we're not sometimes. We don't want to learn our culture because we think our culture is freaking, you know, Basically nothing. Why do we? I want to learn how to be black if I'm already black. <clears throat> that don't make no sense. And that's what people be doing. Like, man, I'm black, man. So I'm black already. Why do I learn about my blackness? I want to learn how to be white because they got the money, so they rich. So if I can learn how to talk like I'm white and I can walk like I'm white, cause they they do it right, right? If you white, you. But white, let me tell you something. It don't matter. You still always gonna be black. And and. People be doing that right now because 
they like taking it out of the tag on school system or what, you know, you need to learn about. They don't even want to let you know about certain people that created certain things and certain people that's actually right now that's um, super-duper blowing it up, like that young brother that's about, what is it, 12 years old. Somebody said, I don't know who the heck said, I can't remember, but he's more intelligent than one of the daggone people out there, um, than Huey Newton or somebody, not Huey Newton, some individual that's white. And I was like, get the hell out of here. And they just keep it under the radar, but you got to pull it up and, um, you know, you can see it on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And YouTube's about to change too. But, well, people, I, I do, I do, right, wait a minute, I got you, baby. You got, mm-hmm. you that's cool. Um, uh-huh. People, I want y'all to tune in, call and tell a friend, you already know when, right now. That number is 602. No, 605-562-0444. Put the pin number in, 143-341-POUND. Then push one pound to enter the show and start two to talk. And um, I want to get to follow them right now while I got a chance. And then after mm-hmm. that, we're going to keep on playing because um, this is a very, very interesting topic. And God knows when we get to the end what it's going to sound like. Hey, you on point? Yeah, I'm on point. Definitely on point. I'm on point. Um, good shit. Good shit. That's what's up. I mean, that's what's up. People out there in radio land, you want to be part of this on point movement? Know that on point is an attitude, a mindset, and a movement. Again, on point is an attitude, a mindset, and a movement. Reach out to us on Facebook, On Point Enterprises. Again, our Facebook is on point, one word, O-N-P-O-I-N-C, Enterprises, E-N-T-E-R-P-R-I-Z-I-Z. If you're on Instagram, follow us at team underscore on point 215. Again, our Instagram is team, T-E-A-M, underscore on point 215. If you're on Twitter, follow us at team on point. Our Twitter is at team on point. You can also go to our website to read about us. On Point Enterprises, I mean, I'm sorry, onpoint215.weebly.com. Again, our website is onpoint215.weebly.com. You can also give us a call or a text with any of your comments, suggestions, concerns, or topics you want to hear discussed. Give us a call or a text at 267-417-ONPT. That's on point, 267-417-6678. Or you can email us any of your comments, suggestions, concerns, or topics you want to hear discuss. You can shoot us an email at onpoint215 at gmail.com. Thank you, bro. Yo, great people, great. Hello? Wait a minute. Can I go? Yeah, you can go, but um, I just got some news about this. Um, did y'all hear about that black man that was trying to protect his wife, and he was parking a handicap, and they shot him? Mm-hmm. Oh, God. That was in Florida, kind of right? Crazy. That's some crazy stuff. Like, why does everybody just want to shoot everybody? I mean, at first purge, that's what, that's a rude awakening right there. I mean, I just don't understand it. But one of the things that I just got um, some information about is they're having... On Saturday, May 12th, 
Um, 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. at Treasures Bank of Hall, 1545 Germantown Avenue, Turn up PA 19144. Um, they're having a salute to the veterans. Now, Stephen Kinsey, you know, state representative, and good old Isabella Fitzgerald, state representative, will be, um, you know, handling this situation and the honoring the service women of the armed forces. Now, this situation that um, came into me was basically saying in so many words, what are they doing for the black veterans of today? Wow. Because it seemed like they're like the last lost cause. Cause. Uh, I don't know. But people, I want y'all to tune in and write your little words of what you want to say by expressing yourself out some daggone words that are coming out your mouth. <laughs> and if you don't say nothing, then I understand why. Hey, maybe you don't have the opportunity to say it. Or maybe you don't know what to say. Or maybe you do know what to say. You just ain't ready to say it. Well, I do think we do need to have a part two. And, Mr. On Point, you're going to have to be the co-host. So, hallelujah. But back to the situation at hand. If you're just tuning in, you might be late, don't know what the heck we're talking about. I'm going to wake your brain up a little bit. Just because <laughs> this topic is where's your where do we go from here? Where's your head at now? If something happens to your family, where are you gonna go? If something happens to you, what you gonna do? If something happens to the United States of you know, this thing called America, where are you gonna stay? Well, you know, like I said, these are three different questions I'm concerned for our children slash kids of today. So you tell me, because I am right here listening. And um, while you're talking, I'm going to give you some background music. <laughs> because some people think, just because we're black, we live right here. They're dead So go ahead, young baby. Talk what you talk. I'm going to put this thing on a little low. And you keep on expressing yourself. I don't, I don't, um, um, but, oh, anyway, um, I, now, you just came to me and I was reading this thing. One of the other things with, I'm not going to talk about that. I'm not going to talk about that. I'm not going to talk about that. Oh, man. Dang, all right. No, 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 because I don't want to hear what you got to say. I can play this music on pause. Go ahead. All right. That thing right so, there. So you said something about the, um, um, the shooting about the, what was the, it was the thing in Florida, right? Where the ball was yeah. in the, um, the handicapped spot and she pushed the ball and yeah. pushed the white guy down and the white guy um, shot him. So I want this, and a lot of these things, no, these are, these, this is wrong. Don't get me wrong. I'm not defending anybody. I'm not defending the white boy down there. Just in, and I'm not vilifying the black, the, the kid or the young person. But I will say this. You have to, um, in all of these states, they got different laws that allow people to either carry, conceal, carry concealed weapons, you, you know, um, the, the standards for using your weapon, for killing somebody, you know what I mean? They have all of these different laws that, that govern that. And so, it, that, like, we have to start understanding that we got to prepare our children for being in the street. We have to do that. Now, I'm not saying that, but you get this. I don't want to be to sound like, oh, you you know, you hate black kids or this and that, because I don't. But this is the culture that we live in. Because we talk about it here on Talk Shoe, we're having this conversation right now, it's not going to change it tomorrow. 
what we have to make sure we do is make sure tomorrow our kids know what they need to do when they're out in the street, you know, or whatever the rules are, you know, whatever. The, like down in Florida, they have that standard ground um, law, you know, and so the book, when the, guy, the kid pushed them down, he felt he was in danger. Now, I, I don't understand why you can't shoot. If you're going to shoot somebody, why can't you shoot them in the arm? I mean, I don't know. I don't know. That's, you know, terrible. I was kind of curious. But, the, you know, the, that's, that is a real thing. And these people, they don't have any, any compulsion to kill black people. So if we're not armed with that in our minds, then, then we are kind of walking into, we're walking into the trap, number one, you know what I'm saying, and, um, and, and further allowing them to control us you know, I mean, control our, um, and it's kind of controlling us by by allowing us to get out of control in our thinking, in our emotions, and our like, and to get hopelessness, keep spreading that. You know, oh, I'm not going to vote. What difference does it make? You know what I mean? That's the kind of thing. This is what they want us to do. Now, I I want to bring it down a thousand and go to one of your other points. You said I like my white people. I like my white people too. You know, I went to that went to GA. I went to Abbott's friends. I'm into it. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. Um, son, you know, kids go to these private schools, whatever. But I will tell you this, and I don't think all white people are bad either. But um, but even the ones who don't think they're they're bad, even the ones that we're saying, oh, I don't think they're bad, they are inherently racist, and and not, and not because they're all, they're not offensively racist. It's inherent. It's inside of them. They don't even know it until you bring it to them. And I'm going to give you an example. The way they treat black children in private schools, in these white independent schools, and especially black boys, where they get punished harder for the same thing that the little white boy did, right? The little white boy just did the same thing. He didn't get nothing. But, but, you know, but now your kid has to stay in for recess, or your kid has to eat, he can't go to lunch, or whatever. And so, and this happens to us, and, you know, I've got a lot of experiences, but I had to bring that to their attention because they make our children grow up so much faster in these environments because of their inherent racial kind of um, prejudice, you know, or racial, um, you know, their their racial profile of what they think the end result of this little black boy is going to be. Yeah, my son is very handsome. He's a great athlete. And da da da. The little white girls love him. Oh, how does this happen? You know, I know they. I know you like him now. You over here talking to me, anyway. And the the, the white establishment, they get nervous. They see our black boys come from little boys because he started there in pre kindergarten to the preteen to the teenager who's now having sex with your your girls. You know what I mean? Who's now helping to you know? And and I'm not into that. I'm like whatever. But the point is, they that's an inherent feeling of racial, of the racial profile of what they think the black, that boy, that little boy is going to be later on, whether he's successful or not, you know what I'm saying? And, and they kind of have this, this tone like, oh, we want to be, we want to know, but we want, you know, that tone in itself lets me know that you're not even secure in the fact that you really want to know because you want to know me. You know what I mean? Now you just you trying to take your, um you trying to like patronize me to make me think, oh, I'm not racist. I just tell her, I tell her straight up. You're not racist offensively. You can't help it if you didn't grow up with a bunch of like with an assortment of of you know a diverse group of friends and da 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 that you're interpersonal with. Not just because one black kid goes to your school. I know black people. No, you don't know her, right? 
But if you didn't grow up with that, you're all with your, the stereotypes, the whole thing to like, oh, I would never go out with a black eye. Or I would never take a black eye to my prom. Or, you know, these kinds of things. Why? Why not? If you think it's cute, why wouldn't you? Or why you got to sneak around to go to date them? This stuff still happens now. Okay? So it's like, I, like I said, I just that. But you have to be able to call them. And until you can, um, on point says something about the same things that are happening in Africa happen here or here in Africa. Yes, to, an, I mean, to a great extent. Um, however, one of the other pieces about the Africa, what I feel, this is just my opinion, um, is that Africans tend to, especially the ones here, they look down, they look at us as this, um, this, you know, um, they have this thing for us, right? They're like, oh, you just have, you know, whatever, you're American. And I think one of the reasons why they think they can do that is because we as American blacks, so that's what I am. I'm not, I call, I consider myself an American black, yes. We don't tie ourselves to any, any um, cultural, there's no cultural tie to the land of America. And that's, I mean, and, and we have it, we have it, we created this. I'm going to create it, obviously, but, you know, we definitely, America was built on our backs, so don't get it twisted. And the American black culture actually comes out of slavery. So we reject that because, oh, I wasn't a slave. Yes, you were. And guess what? If you want to be, we'll take it further back to Africa, to Africa guess what? That African great, great, blah, 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 you know, he, sold, he actually sold you to the white boy. You know what I'm saying? And then he got that. So they try, they try to think they're so fantastic or they're so above us because they have a land of this and that, a land that they still can't develop. They still can't get running on it. That is one of the most um, mineral and, and um, uh, I'll just use minerals, but uh, natural, uh, the natural resources, uh, mineral-rich soils, you know what I mean, countries, land masses in the world. There's still so much untouched there, underutilized. Underrecognized because why they have um, because they are the, the the black uh government you know the president of this or the da, 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 whatever the rulers there the people in power they are um the word just fell out my mouth but you what is the word that I'm looking for y'all they're um they're crooks I just put it like that you call it the spade of spade and they're living high up there and then nothing trickles down. That you don't have anybody that's learning, and you have no educate real real strong education system. Only the wealthy can go to school because they come they come over here to go to school. So they you know they got race, and you're right with the age thing, all kinds of these other, uh, uh, I mean, famine is not as hectic, but you know they're third world, they, they're healthcare, they all kinds of things. Because we are they they because that's they they are they're crooked and they um they just don't they. They actually are those kind that you're talking about and want to walk around trying to be white. You black as hard. You go trying to be what? Please. They got the Chinese in. The Chinese is over there. Um, mine in the middle. Okay. The steel over there. So I could go on for hours with that one. I know when they come at me, you know, I'm more, I read French better than I speak it now. But back in the day, I'm a cab driver. I'm like, are you serious? I hear you talking. Enough. I know what you're saying. Turn here. Well, I, 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 you, oh, God, me, girl. I can't wait to hear this. 
I can't wait to hear this radio show after the show is over because I'm going to listen to it twice. But I do have another caller, and yeah. they just came in the building. So, hello, welcome to Thoroughbreds. Who am I speaking to now? And Leslie, you stay right there, girl. It's DJ Hello, Tilly Boy. What's that? Wow! Part three, y'all. See, y'all don't get it. This is the bomb. What's up, DJ Philly Joy? You see how crazy? This is the man. I don't even look. Um, <laughs> let me start all over. If this topic was real, how would it sound? Where do we go from here? Where's your head at now? If something happens to your family, where are you going to go? If something happens to you, what you going to do? If something happens to the U.S., which is the United States, you know, of America, where are you going to stay? And I always said, uh, well, these are three different questions I'm concerned for our children slash kids of today. So you tell me because I'm listening, DJ Philly Joy. Well, well, the sad thing is, is that we had so many people that would stay here in this country, even though it's headed for a road of destruction. But one thing I learned is to keep my passport always ready, so always updated, so I can travel without suspicion, because I'm already in the book. So I do it faithfully, um, keep my passport ready to go. Because you're going to need it to get in other countries if you have to leave this country on the brink of destruction. Um, make a long story short, I mean, I'm I'm a realist, but I also have to be mindful that I, I'm also spiritual. I can't worry about what's going to happen in this world or any other place. Keep my hope and trust in my creator. And I trust that, you know, whatever happens to my family, they made their decisions. I may have told them other, otherwise, and they made the opposite decision, or vice versa, and they believe what I said. You know, you got to give people the freedom of choice, and that's what happens in this world today. I'm not deceived by the things that's going on. It's really getting even more serious now with the Trump stuff and the Russia stuff. So um, I got enough family stuff going on that I keep myself try to keep myself grounded. Not worry about well, other I mean, even with the other topic, because um, I want to come to a conclusion, and I'm trying to figure it out, and I can't even think of the best one for anybody who might have to go through this situation, and I hope that God they never have to, because I don't want <laughs> But, you know, if you had a choice, where would you go? Well, believe it or not, um, as far as choices are concerned, I don't know. The only third world country that I've that I've been to that I can say that I would go to or that I know about would be Nigeria because I've been there before. And I know that, um, well, I don't know from 10 years ago what they are now, but I know that from the time I've been there, they were... Uh, still living off the land and, you know, not a lot of modern conveniences in certain parts of Nigeria. Because I went to the village as well as to the place, uh, what's that, Lagos, 
where they have hotels and running water and other things, electricity. But I went to also the village, they don't, they don't have that kind of stuff. So they're not a threat to society like that. Places like where we are, so te- technically advanced and stuff like that, that's why we, pr- we pose a threat to other nations and countries that are technical technical advances. Who can do it first and then pride and man's arrogance gets in the way, you know? Who pushes the button first? Craziness. So I would go to a third world country that doesn't have the technological stuff that's going on and not worry about the outside sources. They had, they're not a threat. That's what I believe, personally. Wow. Um, people, Jesus, this is, woof. This is show, man, because people picking places I never even thought about. Go ahead. What'd you say? You know, um, DJ Chill, what's up, DJ Philly Joy? Right now. You got Peace, it. Peace, power, and blessings, queen. What's going on? Peace. Peace, gang. I'm chilling. Hey, um... So I didn't answer that question when you asked me. You said, where would I go at over there? I'm going to Ethiopia. I'm going to Ethiopia. Ethiopia? Now, hold up now. And yes, Leslie, um, Leslie, this is Mr. On Point, and that's DJ Philly Joy, and that's the world listening to you. So please, you know, by all means, since we coming to a closer show, y'all might as well be able to, you know, have some fun and have conversation with each other also. But this boy just said Ethiopia. Why the hell you pick Ethiopia? What's that about? Because Ethiopia is the only country in Alkabula or Africa that has not been... Um, that has still has its original name. Um, still has it. It um, what do you call that? It's independence. Yeah, you know I mean, it was never. Um, oh man, what's the word I'm looking for? It was never. Um, like taken over. Oh man, it was Western never. Island. It was never taken over. It was yeah. never taken over Concert. by yeah. um, the European countries. You know what I'm saying? So it has its, I forget the word that, that 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 I'm looking for, but it still has its own independence. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that's where I'm going. It's the home of the original Bible. You that's know what crazy. I mean? Wow. Um, actually, yeah. That's the it's so, found the first human remains there. I mean, you know, the first one. Um, um, I can barely hear you. you. What'd you say? Um, they found, like, they found evidence of the first species, the first, um, Humans, like you know, the start of mankind is actually in is in what we know as Ethiopia. I still wow. really couldn't understand. We, we we you gotta get closer. You gotta get closer to the phone. Get a little closer to the phone. We can barely hear you a little bit. I'm sorry, can you hear me? I said the first um, the first the, the first human remains were found, or the evidence that the, that all humanity started in. Ethiopia, that is an archaeological fact. So, all these so that's another great thing about Ethiopia. Well, or the one thing I'll be trying to think about also for people like um, when you pick <laughs> when you pick the places you want to go, remember it ain't gonna be no McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. Isn't there McDonald's everywhere? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not true. It's definitely going to be a McDonald's. You're right. That's that's the Americanized thing. 
But you guys, when I tell people, remember to learn that culture because certain times of you know, day, you might have to do certain things. You might have to eat certain things, too. And if you like the food that you're eating, um, you know. Let me tell you something. When you're hungry, you're going to eat just about anything. Exactly. But some people are scared. Because they're going to Africa, they got to eat them worms, you know, them white worms. They're going to eat that, too. They, no, yeah. you don't. And, and, no, you and they don't. Might not no, you don't. The, they might not want to eat the roaches, you know, protein. You know, what the freak? You know. You don't have to you know, eat you that. Stuff, no, I'm you, just you saying. Have, if, you, <laughs> if you go there and you happen to just, you know. Some or people, just say there is a they, shortage. They, they get separated from their family or whatever or something, and then they got to, you know, get married again, and they got to learn how to talk that, you know, talk, and they got to learn how to eat what their, their new wife or new husband is teaching them to eat. And, you know, hey, ooh. Well, hold on, hold on. Let me, let me, because I'm just say something real quick on that note, because this is how they allowed food deserts to, have, to, to plague our, like, our quote-unquote ghettos, if you will, you know what I mean? Because we don't know, we don't. We try to uh, step away from, or there's a disconnect from our real, our cultural roots here in, in America. And I mean, it's one of the African signs, but I'm going to just use America, the American black um, cultural uh, piece, because actually black people were always agrarian. Black people always knew how to grow stuff, how to make stuff, how to, you know, I mean, and now that's how this state you've allowed, and not you, but one is allowed food deserts to exist in, a, in our cities where we have uh, places where we can grow things. I love that whole movement where, you know, you're down in North Philly, you can see an urban farm right there, you know, you, and who's out there? And it's the young people. It's my mom and papa. They're out there growing the greens. They're growing their collars. They're growing cover crops in the winter to keep their soil together. They know, and it's, and, and but the young people, where they at? They over at the, you know, poppies, getting, um, the, or, or at the Chinese pot, getting egg rolls or uh, rice and gravy. You got a seed, you well, can grow, you can live forever. You got 25 cents, you can only eat for a second. Well, I know one thing, and um, even to close the show with, I would love to hear what ideas that you, DJ Philly Joy, Mr. On Point, or whoever in the world is listening to this show right now that has a push star two that would like to push star two to get into the show and and, and come up with something, you know, give somebody a, 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 a something to think about or even a, mm, a, a, a total answer or maybe a super question for next week. I don't care. Be free really with it. But right now we in bones. Somebody got skeletons that just got wide open right now. This is some good stuff. So, you know, by all means, nothing to say. Nothing to lose. What y'all got for him? Hey, Mr. On Point. Is Mr. On Point still here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, all right, yeah. Oh, that's all right. Are you on point, Sip? All the time, guys. Anyway, um, I do have a question, if I may just add a little humor to our conversation tonight. Um, what's up with your boy T.O. not going to the Hall of Fame um, in ceremony? <laughs> I agree with him. He should. <laughs> Why? Number one, he was overdue, and, and he was nominated the year before, and they didn't select him. So that's why I don't think that Eagles Super Bowl was a real win. I think it was a setup. 
it was it was it was it was it was uh what's the word I'm looking for? It it was it was fixed. Mm-hmm. He was nominated to go to the Pro Bowl the year before and they turned him down. So you went to the Hall of Fame, right? The Eagles won the Super Bowl, yeah. Now all of a sudden the Eagles won the Super Bowl, you don't nominate one, you nominate two. So you nominate Daryl Dawkins, I mean Brian Dawkins and T.O. after you nominated him the year before and, and rejected him. So yeah, I wouldn't go either. He's right. The NFL Wait a minute, to the Hall of Fame? Hall of fame. You're talking about to the Hall of Fame? Yeah. What did I mean, you ask me? You said, why didn't he go to the Hall of Fame? Why I isn't he going to the Hall of Fame? Yeah, why isn't he going to the ceremony? He's not doing the single miles. Uh, right, wow, right, be because they Hall nominated him. They nominated him the year before for the Hall of Fame, and they rejected him. You know what I'm saying? So when the Eagles won the Super Bowl, they decided to, you know, nominate him again. Not for, fame, not for the Hall of Fame, man. Not for the Hall of Fame. No, not for the Hall of Fame. Yeah, for the Hall of Fame. Five years yeah. after he retired. Nah, he was nominated the year before. Look it up. He was, oh, oh, That's oh, no, he, he was, oh, okay, I got you. Now that the Eagles won the Super Bowl nominated. this year, that's what you think? That the, no, when the not. Eagles won the Super Bowl this year, mm-hmm. this was his second time. Mm-hmm. And they decided to, to, to pass it this time. So, yeah, I agree with it. Don't go. I mean, they did him dirty in the NFL anyway. Oh, my God. Wait a minute. Oh, my goodness. Wow. That that was that. Oh, man. That's a whole show by itself. If I may just have 30 seconds on that, how many years did it take for Chris Carter to get into the um, the Hall of Fame? And you don't think he was a better receiver than T.O.? No. Number one. Number one. I don't think that Chris Carter was better than T.O. T.O. is arguably the best. I don't care what people say about Randy Marcy. People talk You're crazy. Like yeah, be crazy. People what? talk what? that. I don't, I don't look at that. I look at the game. T.O. changed the game for receivers. How? You know How? I mean? Why? Because he was big and fast? Because he was big and fast. T.O. started that. He was, he was very arrogant. He was very cocky. But one thing you can rest assured, and you better know, he was the Muhammad Ali of football. If he said he was going to oh. come out and do something, he came out and did it. You know what I mean? No ands, ifs, or buts. And he didn't do it. With but he did it on the field. So what? That's what you're things. supposed to do. You're a wide receiver. You're supposed to go up and get that. You're 6'5", and you can run like that. You're here or sick or whatever. That's what you're supposed to do. You know what I mean? Your quarterback is going to get it to you. If you ain't got no line, you ain't getting the ball. Nah, so but I'm- here's the thing. But here's the thing. Here's the thing, though, love. Number one, Donovan McNabb was not a good quarterback. Oh, I agree with you. Donovan had a vision problem. However, wherever Donovan threw that ball, T.O. T.O. would go get it. Wherever Garcia threw that ball, he Mm -hmm. went and got it. No matter who was the quarterback, he went and got it. He went against the best defenders. And he made him look small. So did Terry Rice. T.O. is arguably the only person that I say may have been better than T.O. And, and and I'm not even talking about old school receivers because Lynn Swan is still my favorite. But the only person I would say that would be better than T.O. at this moment is Jerry Rice. None of them other dudes were better than T.O. He was underrated, and the only reason why he it's don't because he was, he was so arrogant. It's because he was so arrogant. He, he played himself. He played himself. But guess what? So was, but so was Allen Iverson. But so and was Allen Iverson. But everybody loved Iverson. And I can't stand Iverson. You feel me? 
But yes. people lie, get pompous, cocky, and immature and juvenile is out. And it's unfortunate because that's good. But then those people that love that are people who have no control over anything else and never really been a part of something of um, athletics, for real, for real. They have no real love for, for any of the real games. They're looking at this. They don't even know how hard these boys work behind the scenes. And that was one of the problems with Allen is that he didn't work on to elevate his game. That's why Jordan was the, the, the best ever, you know what I mean, because he elevated his game through time. Now, interesting you said about Liz Fox. I'm going to still say it. You know, um, Jerry Rice is actually you know, he was the he was the next Liz Swan. They were both slow, actually, because they had really good hands. <laughs> well, people don't even know Lin Swan actually was a ballerina. He I know. Yep. That's why he was able to jump up like he was. So did Herschel Walker. The moves that he could do. You know what but I mean? I, actually, I put my son in ballet, too. It's, it's, I mean, wide receivers should take that because it, it gives you balance, you know what I mean, helps you get balance. and and move your body. Yeah, yeah, he was quite accomplished. I'm a Steelers fan. They only threw it through. That's what we should have a show on one of these weeks. Well, I'll tell you one thing. I'm so happy that y'all got a chance to do the Zoom tight because that's what I'm talking about. And, and matter of fact, before I even let um, DJ Philly join Mr. On Point, tell them how they can follow them on the show. Um, Leslie, I thank you so much. But, um, yo, Sean wanted to say something to y'all. And I'm I'm glad y'all talking about football, too, even though it's off topic. I don't care. People mad at me right now. Like, why are they doing that? Well, guess what? I am an Eagles fan. I am the brother that made a new Eagles chant. I will be on WIP and all the other radio shows, stations, doing my Eagles chant. And when my body get healed, I'm going to be a problem. But right now, here's Shy. Let me ask y'all something. Who's the better quarterback? Donovan McNabb. Or Dan Marino? Who? Who's the better quarterback? Donovan McNabb or Dan Marino? Dan Marino. I'm not even going to entertain that question. I'm not even going to entertain that question. Yeah. How many championships Marino goes to? One. It don't matter. That's what people get caught up in those championships. That don't make sense. Um, Donovan only went to one Super Bowl. Donovan only went to one Super Bowl. So what are you talking about? I mean, he, he, he didn't lose that. And he Bowl. choked. The defense lost that. No, he lost it. He, he choked in the huddle. No, he Andy Reid lost it. Andy Reid lost that. Don't get it twisted. So don't Donovan and Andy Reid. Andy Reid was the quarterback coach. Andy Reid and his minion, lost. And his minion Donovan lost it. That's right. No. That's right. No, look at look at that game again. Look at that game. The defense couldn't the defense could stop the pace. They should have won the first the Super Bowl. They should have won the first and, 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 and here we go. Here we go. Diver Renab was the only person to beat Brady in the college that almost beat him in the Super Bowl. But that doesn't matter because we didn't beat him in the Super Bowl. And that's, you know, that's kind of the end of that one. But I like Donovan. Actually, he's the all-time, isn't he the all-time highest passing yard or has the highest ratings as a, you know, passer? And they still hate him in Philly. They love Jaws, who lost the Super Bowl for us, too. Don't get it twisted. I remember that to the Raiders. Half death, Jim Plunkett. I know what you don't know, Leslie. What? Did you know that the Eagles, because I'm an Eagle and a Steelers fan, P-A all day. Uh-huh. But okay. you know that the 
to be one team, the Philadelphia Eagles? No, the the what team? They were one team, the Philadelphia Eagles. No, I didn't know that. During the Vietnam War, when everybody was getting drafted, it was a shortage of players. They merged the league in 19, I think, 44, I want to say. The Eagles and the Steelers became one team called the Philadelphia Steagles, and that's where those powder blue and yellow uniforms come from, them throwbacks. Oh, okay. I did not know that, actually, so thank you. See, I didn't learn the second thing today. My NFC team is uh, – well, my NFC team is – actually, I don't even have an NFC team. I don't really care. I'm a Steelers fan. My dad played for the Broncos, so I grew up on them. Well, people – and and Leslie, uh, the girl, you, you man. I'll see. I'll be back next Thursday. That's what I'm talking about. But matter of fact, don't even just come on Thursday. Check us out six days a week. One day we might get back to seven. But um, cause um, and even tomorrow, right? <laughs> watch. Hey, uh, DJ for the joy. You on point? I'm on point. You on point? Back. Can you give us your follow? How we can check you out? Cause I know you're doing something tomorrow too, girl. Well, I'm on to Heart tomorrow night, uh, you know, South City Radio, and I'm, my pen code is 143918-5P-7P. Got a message for y'all people, how to live your life, you know, socially, emotionally, mentally, whatever you want to do as far as that's concerned. But I'm on On Point Radio on Tuesdays, On Point, 9P to 11P with Joyce Hope. Look forward to hearing y'all come on out. My pen code is 146-277-POUND. Good topics, good messages, and hopefully inspiring and uplifting the people to endure and keep keep hope alive. That's the main thing. All right. Back Anything you want to leave us with before we fly? You know, because I still got to talk some musical. Don't live in, don't live in I, fear. I, I, I think, ooh, damn. Did you just say that? Yes, I did. Don't live in fear. And what they say in the Bible? What? <laughs> Uh, um, um, what is that good old word? Thou shalt not fear no evil. Mm. Now, you look, people, another thing y'all need to do is check out the new choir that's coming out. And Pastor Cindy, she's looking for some nice, available, real singers. And if you could sing... Wow, she would love to have y'all sing for her new choir that she put together. And, um, man, they're going to have rehearsals, matter of fact, this Saturday. <laughs> hey, and if y'all happen to want to, you know, get involved, follow me. Give me a call. I'll put you in the right place at the right time. I might be a situation, but I ain't no freaking nut. <laughs> now, sometimes I feel like a nut, sometimes I don't, but I was just saying. <laughs> Hey, woo! Well, I like this day, but see, people. Um, I'm just saying, man. Y'all gotta check this out. And now, there's another person you gotta check out too that comes on. You on point? Yo. Yeah, I'm on point. Uh, you can catch me on Monday night on On Point Radio. Name of my show is Straight Talk. With me, your host, Mr. Controversy, a.k.a. Mr. On Point. And, you know, get that straight in your face. I don't give a damn what you feel. Conversation. You know what I mean? 
So, you know, it is what it is, man. Dial in number 605-562-0444. Put in that call ID, 143-133-POUND. Hit that one pound and just join the show and hit that star two if you want to, you know, converse with me on air live. Wow. See what I mean, y'all? And then don't forget about Saturday night, Miss Kids Queen. Wait a minute. It's August 11th. Yeah, August 11th should be back in the building with the poetry powers. And don't forget about, you know, sophisticated ladies. Now, Miss Kids Queen pin number is uh, 144-814-POUND. The sophisticated lady, which is one of the her pin number is 143-343-POUND. You already know, Mr. O'Point, you already know DJ Philly Joyce. But you forgot about Mr. I believe he said that would believe that. His show is pin number 143-346-POUND. You already see my pound. So, um, now what's up there? <laughs> Yo, I'm tripping. I really enjoyed tonight. So to make this night even better, I got to give us some good music. But before I go, I'm going to give y'all one more chance. Because I know I'm going over time. I told Mr. Point, yo, man, yo, 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 man, can, can I go over time a little bit? I got playing the music. He didn't give me no response. So I don't know what the hell that bullshit me. Uh, you know. <laughs> but, yo, push star two. That's that star thing to your left side of your finger and the two. If you can't see it, feel your phone. Yeah. And I, I, I might be able to get you in your chance. And Leslie, girl, thank you so much. But how can they follow you? You are really a vibrant person, aren't you? You still there? Uh-oh. Well, i say it again. People, thank you again for checking out Thoroughbred. Uh, this is Chill. I am one of the loudest brothers in the city. And sometimes I chill out in the ghetto. <laughs> Don't get mad at me. See, I, 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 I ain't going to change, but I am going to change. At the same time, I'm changed. Wow. Did that make sense? The ghetto. <laughs> oh man, y'all just don't know. It's gonna be a crazy year. Y'all ain't seen nothing yet. That's when I turn up. If y'all don't follow me, follow me on YouTube at two number two two will of God or Instagram at two will underscore of underscore God or Twitter. At DJ underscore chill 42. I got a lot of stuff for y'all people, man. But, um, I do got it, though. I'm so sorry. But, um, what the heck can I do with this? This is something I wanted to say. Because y'all keep doing it. Right there. Guess what that's gonna be? I ain't gonna say it. 
I let them say they said better. <laughs> what they say? I heard him last week. I I never abandoned you 
My daughter and my son. Love you. My whole entire family. Love you. To all my cronies. Love you. And all my fans know I love you. And I know my God. And to those haters out there and those born again enemies, <laughs> guess what? I'll see you again. You want to do the honors? Well, I'll do it. Oh, there it is. Yeah! 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 I'm on point! Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.